regular, regular, regular features, regular features show. Kisses for me, save all your kisses for me. I don't know it. Have you ever heard Baby Beluga? Baby Beluga in the big blue sea. Swim so far, swim so deep. Heaven below and sea below. He's a little white whale on the go. On the go, on the go. Baby Beluga. This is a children's song that I never heard as a child. It's just my wife remembered it and sang it so much that I now know it. But actually, the guy who recorded it is really sweet. Is he? He was like a, a guy in the 80s who recorded <laughs> songs about whales and little turtles and stuff. And then he would play like to massive like um, theatres full of like three-year-olds who come with their parents. Like Aww. he just he was basically a musician who decided he was going to double down on right. singing nice songs yeah. for very young children. That's he's, he's, nice. He seems great. And it's nice that he's a. You said he's an actually a nice person as well. Like he's the kind of person you don't want to turn yeah. out to be a massive. No, I bastard. think he was good. Yeah. And I think the reason you can tell he was all right is because he did it for years, and he went to lots of schools doing like and educational never stuff. Got arrested and getting, he never got caught, which means he's. <laughs> <laughs> no, which means end, he's really good at in it. In the end, the, the thing that made me think, oh, actually, he's all right, is because he did it for educational reasons, because it was a nice thing to do, and he wants to get kids into music. But after yeah. like ten years, he was like, I'm not doing this anymore. He like he got to a point where he's like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. It's just like, it's very exhausting going and spending more time with three-year-olds. Yeah. Which and is like the sign of like, oh no, you are a nice person, but you're just, you're done now. Yeah. And after 10 years, you've probably created enough material for them all to start again. I mean, I hope we can stop doing this after 10 years and just say, yeah. well, start again from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. I've, I'm, t- I'm going to go and write songs about baby whales after I've done my 10 years of regular features. Do we get a sabbatical? Do we get a podcast sabbatical after 10 years? You know, check your contract, mate. I think oh, fuck. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the good old days. I thought we ascended and became, become McElroy. Is that not what happens? What, After 10 what years, have become McElroy? I have become McElroy, and then I can splinter off to form my own podcast pod. I did a feature and I liked it. I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. <laughs> uh, I've got a dilemma. Right, listen to this. All right. All right. Because I'm just going to have a drink because dilemmas need ooze. Enhanced thought processes. Yeah. Also, I just need to point out, I said to Log earlier, like, Matt and I went across the road to, to a shop to buy a normal amount of beer for a human. Um, and I said to Log, have you got any booze? Because I was going to offer him one of my beers and be a beer down. And he said, no, I think I've got some. And then he pulled out a full bottle of Tanqueray gin. Export strength <laughs> for my pleasure. And then I went, why have you got a bottle of gin? He went, because I didn't like any of the cans in the shop. <laughs> And this was on offer. Yeah. Was it? What's it on? 16 quid for a bottle of Tanqueray from the other Waitrose. Is that a good deal these days? Uh, it's not bad for export strength. Right. Mm. What is export strength? 50 or something? Well, 43.5? I don't know. Just pulling numbers out of my you, arse. You pretty much nailed 43. it. 43.1. Okay. You're mm. not 0.4 off. But I'll, I'll give it to you. 10 points to log. Thank you. I'll take it. What's your dilemma? For my house. My dilemma. Um, I think I've told on the podcast, which I'll tell a truncated version right now, but essentially I stopped a homeless man from stealing a bike from a car park by our flat. You shouldn't do that, man. He's got, probably had a lot of problems in his life and he, he, was going needed, to, he deserves a bike. He good he things to happen to him. To what? a job interview that would have got him out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> he was late for a job interview. And it was quarter to midnight. Where's he going for a job interview? Uh, uh, night shift. Night bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He did actually have a uh, fucking... Uh, a steering wheel in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> a letter of recommendation. And his, uh, what's it called? Fucking record of achievement on yeah. him. No. Um, <laughs> the little leather folder. Yeah. With the gold embossing. <laughs> um, no. 
He did have a high vis jacket on, but I don't think it was. Well, a lot of a lot of hip young people wear those as well now. Apparently, it's <laughs> still a homeless. No, well, they also yeah. There's, I mean, there's yeah. an increasing trend with young people I, I've seen where people basically dress almost like they're homeless. Yeah, it's actually really really tasteless, and it's an unbelievable example of how Nathan Barley has gone from being like a bit much to being just like on the nose yeah. like in the fact that now it's really cool for young people to basically acquire like McDonald's uniforms or yeah. Ivers jackets and right. basically like or Deliveroo stuff like, uh, like <laughs> I'm not even joking like people will like sure. someone's not using a fucking <laughs> one of the Deliveroo boxes as a bag they probably will man they probably will use a taxi and just pop out of the box at the pub like Deliveroo jackets <laughs> and stuff Deliveroo jackets like they go for like you know 30 40 good on eBay apparently because people want to wear it's a fashion thing like it's Jesus. people basically yeah it's basically rich like richish kids who who are like arty kids who don't yeah. want to actually do the work but they want to wear the stuff as fashion is it like the 2018 version of bowling shoes essentially I think I guess so I don't know I, I can't tell I'm if it comes from a I, place I, of cynicism or like dadaism yeah. or whatever but it's yeah. I'd really like to be a grumpy old man about this but I'm not even aware of it with a delivery jacket yeah. on <laughs> you, just, you just look good in turquoise yeah. so thank you very much indeed it's um, a real thing you, you'll sometimes like you'll realise like the, the equivalent of what hipsters are now yeah. like you'll see someone walking around and you might not recognise it they'll just be wearing bright garish stuff but if you look it's like that's a high-vis jacket and a Deliveroo jacket and <laughs> it's it sounds like I'm joking but this it's guy, no, I don't. this guy was a homeless thief are you sure he didn't um, own the bike? No, he definitely he wasn't a hipster. Who was just... um, that's the thing. I think I've told this po- this story on the podcast already. I so yeah, yeah, so maybe you get have. To, I, get I, to I, where you are. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, to... uh, I stopped the man from stealing the bike from the car park outside our flat, um, and so I ended up with this bike. I don't have a bike lock because I don't own a bike. <laughs> You're so, walking so around I got, with a I stolen bike. bike, and I thought, fuck, I don't know what to do with it. So I took it upstairs, and to get <laughs> to our flat, there's you have to go through a, some various doors. So it's safe outside my flat. But obviously, I've just got this bike now. Um, right. And we have no like internal email system or anything like that for our entire block. So I emailed the, the landlady who runs our block or whoever's in charge of our block and said, oh, can you do me a favor? Can you just send out an email blast or whatever? Um, like Gossip Girl. Can you send out like, an email blast just saying, I found a bike. Um, and I'll give you photos. And actually, I'm sorry, I'm not going to give you photos for it because yes. I assume someone will just come up and get it. So I said, can you just say I found a bike and this person getting contact me use my mobile number. She didn't do that. She was like, oh no, we can't do that. And I was like, oh, okay. GDRP, isn't it? Um, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Bollocks, isn't it? Um, can't say anything these days. Um, and so what I did was I just did like a little, two little signs. Yeah, little like put, posters. I put them in both lifts. Um, and then just saying, look, have you lost a bike recently? Um, I may have it. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I stopped a man's from stealing it. Um, here's my mobile number. Give me a shout got one message from a guy and I said, can you describe the bike to me? And he went, uh, it's a road bike. I was like, mate, I'm going to need more now. Come on. Uh, and he was like, oh, it's uh, turquoise and this bike is turquoise. I said, like, can you send me a photo of your bike? And he was like, yeah. And he sent him it. It wasn't that. And he was like, can I have a look at it anyway? I was like, no, you, no, no, that's not uh, how it works. It's not. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not gumtree, mate. <laughs> but then someone, someone took down the notice. So I put another notice up in the, like again. Um, and how long that, was it up for before they took it down? Four days. I'll give it a week. Yeah, Come I know. On. It's bad, isn't it? Well, I think that it's the cleaner that keeps taking it down. Oh, right. That makes sense. So I put it They're up. just again. doing their job. I put it up again, and it was down again. Um, but now, this was like two months ago. So now I've just got this bike, and it's a really expensive bike. What the fuck do I do with this? Well, I don't think anyone would find it in Nottingham. 
<laughs> but then mm. am I just stealing a bike then? Is it not? Um, I've become everything. Maybe it's a have curse. Have you checked um, like if there's any kind of like markings on it or spray on it? Because sometimes there's like the bike registry. Like some people, right. it's a nice bike. You can register it. Okay. And then like it probably won't do anything, but it means that... Um, I, you need to look up about bike registering because sometimes okay. it'll be like an invisible spray yeah. that's like tagged with a chemical tag somehow that means that it's linked to them and it's something people do right. if they have really nice bikes. Is yeah. it like a custom bike? Mm, I don't think There's, it is. It's like 1,600 quid though. That's a really good and serious mm. answer. I was yeah. going to go with haven't you checked that you are the homeless man and you've actually moved into someone else's house as well with a bike <laughs> that you mix. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, inside like like a number weird, yeah, like inside <laughs> number yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but can I sell the bike? Ah, oh, so it's been two months. It's been two months. Where, do you, where was it exactly outside? That was it within your complex? <clears throat> yeah, if we've got a car park in the middle of our of like our building, which you can only you can't get to from the street. You have to be, have a fob to get in. And was there a lock that like there was a lock that the guy cut off? Mm, yeah. Well, how did the guy get in if he needed a fob to get in? Because some people let people in, and mm. we used to. Mm. It used to be a way of getting to this getting in from the street, but now because so many bikes have been stolen, they stopped that. I mean, did you think about just making a little laminated sign and putting it where the bike was with a with like a crude drawing of a yeah, bike? Yeah, maybe. Saying, did actually. you lose your bike two months ago? Basically, I do want to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I, we're getting I, I, to. I was looking into this. <laughs> I did think. Of, yeah, if well, Steve was you, he would have told me to sell it. <laughs> yeah, but Steve like is sometimes morally challenged. Yeah. But when questioned on it, he does realize actually that's bad, and he does regain his morals. But yeah. If he's left, he's like he's like a dog that doesn't think he's on a leash yeah. and then as soon as he remembers that he's on a leash he's like oh yeah I can't run off to those trees thanks for bringing crashing morally back down to yeah. earth if you remind him of morals I was, I was yeah. flying man, high morally it, for a while if you then. don't then it looks pretty new as well which is why I thought someone would be on it but log £1,600 bike how much you give it to me for it <laughs> I will give you mm -hmm. the honour of taking the bike off your hands for 200 quid 200 quid I love it I need 500 fuck you 500 <laughs> yeah Mate, you should get grand for it you should if it's worth 1600 you should put it on Gumtree for a yeah. grand or like a bike thing for a grand right? but, what does it do for that <laughs> it goes up walls <laughs> um, but this is the only thing though because then what if someone sees it and it's like that's my bike and then they come around with the police and they're like I've got no, I haven't got a leg to stand on it have I no, but you've got a bike to escape on. <laughs> Quick. It goes up walls. You just said so. Listen, listen. This is what you should do. Can you sell the bike for me? No. <laughs> no. Because then we're liable. It doesn't make a difference. But, you, but I'm talking about selling it from Haggerston. Like, if you sold it in Balham, they're not going to be looking in Balham for a bike from Haggerston, are they? Gav, this is what you've got to do, right? Yeah. And this is a foolproof plan mm -hmm. you have this podcast as your witness okay because it's going to be online as a record right yeah you try and sell it mm -hmm. for a grand yes maybe try and sell it on some like online bike selling thing in london yeah sell it secondhand for a grand <clears throat> um planning that if you sell it for a grand you'll yeah. give that money to like shelter or a homeless charity of your choice because that will hopefully stop well no because then the money goes back to the homeless person <laughs> i don't want oh him again imagine, imagine that one get, imagine it like that, Gav. <laughs> 
he's like, he's like that. Riding around on a fucking <laughs> <in> a golden <laughs> bike. <laughs> like, give it to a charity. Bikes for the homeless. Obviously, That's what he wanted. Like, obviously, obviously <laughs> I am morally opposed to the fact that shelters spend 99% of their budget on golden, solid golden bicycles for the homeless. Yeah. But if you if you choose a, a good cause okay. and be like, sell it, give them a charity, then one of two things happens. Either you yeah. sell it and then you give the money to a charity and you, yeah. you've done some good and you've got the bike out of your house. You've done really good. Or if, you get caught and say, I was going to give it to charity. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. You say, I've sat on it for two two months. I put yeah. signs up. I tried to find out whose it was. It's sitting in my flat. I yeah. don't know what to do with it. Uh, but do, do first of all, check there aren't any markings or anything like that because there might be something on there. There might be some sort of like secret tag. Yeah. But if there isn't, then you've done all you can. If you give it to the police, it's just going to sit in a locker forever and they'll never find out who it is. Yeah. So you might as well just sell it and give it to charity and it's just karma. Like, you know, it's like, if that person has like lost their bike, yeah. then like either they live there and they're an idiot because somebody else in the building probably saw the sign at least and said, oh, didn't you lose your bike? Or they're a guest who's visiting and their mate who lives in the building is a crap mate who didn't say, oh, I you lost your bike and there was a sign. I actually think column C... It's, they've just they bought it, but they were never going to use it. Just one of those people. Like I assume maybe it's insured as well. Maybe it's insured. Yeah, actually, I'll have a look down the stairs to see if there's, an, if there's more bikes. If there's another bike that looks exactly like it, th- then I'm sad. Although I don't know if, if it was a private space, then insurance would probably hold. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's it's hard, isn't it? I it is don't want, tricky. I, like, I don't want to profit from it. I just don't want the bike there. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a thousand pounds. I mean, yeah, I mean every, everybody it. wants a thousand pounds. I'm not going to lie yeah. about that. It's a nice amount of money to just have for yeah. no reason. For no reason, yeah. But that is a dilemma, mm. mainly because I'm with you. Like, you just want it out of your house. I just don't want it. I don't want it anymore. Like, I sat on this for fucking yeah. years, but I got sent like... What, the bike? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. God, it's my bike, isn't it? Oh. No, I got, I got sent like... I, I got sent a copy of uh, um, Dark Souls 3. Mm. Um to make videos about and they sent me in like a bloody crap wooden box I've got that yeah 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 and it was just like a black wooden box mm. spray painted it was really <clears> really lovely, junky yeah. I, thought I like it, was, it I thought it was shite yeah I mean I, I thought it was shite yeah. was it done like um, a coffin or something no it was like literally just a black wooden box and they'd engraved Dark Souls 3 into it and then put mm. a little golden style hook on it but it was still just like a little wooden slatted box it's not a nice it's box. on my desk I showed you it's oh, not a nice oh. box you can be the judge of it but I'm just going to put yeah. this out there for listeners it's a piece of Shire, shit. Shire. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, because it wasn't sent to my office, it was sent to my house. It was like right. a box that was reasonably large. Yeah. But I looked online and it was going for like 100 quid. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not selling this. Mm. But also I felt like I didn't want to throw it away mm. because because it was worth something. But now inadvertently, it's worth way more because you've sat on it rather than sell it at the same time. So now it's rare. Well, no, I've got rid of it now. Okay. Did I you sell I, it? I think I just gave it to a charity shop or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I was like, but it didn't have anything in it. It was just a fucking empty box. box yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it felt dumb. It was just like, this is just taking up my house. So I'm aware of that thing of being like, I shouldn't yeah. sell this. I don't really want the money, yeah. but I don't want it to be here. Yeah. Why shouldn't you sell it? Because it was got given to you as part of a... I have no qualms about selling all the shit I was given as a... I feel like there's a, a weird... I don't know. I don't feel right doing that. There's a weird grey area. I think it's not to do with... I, I mean, bearing in mind, I am trying to sell a bike. Yeah. But it's a hero bike, and I'm the hero. Also, so, that bike is worth something. I that got, bike, I got yeah. three quid for a copy of Never Dead. <laughs> <laughs> with, the well, yellow, with the yellow promotional, you suddenly stripe across the fucking box. But that's what that... The thing is, the difference is, it's about value. It, that's what that game was, is worth. Yeah. And that's what that bike is worth. Mm. Whereas this was just a fucking little wooden box. Yeah. was not worth 100 quid. So it wasn't about like feeling wrong for selling something. It was more like, 
I'd feel like I was, even if people are like, oh, I really want it, I'd be ripping someone off to give them mm. that. Someone I'd rather just give it five. It's pay. just fucking shit. Yeah. I gave a... Um, if that had Supervel, art wouldn't exist, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I kept it, and I don't know why. Um, when Assassin's Creed 3 came out, I got sent this like really lovely wooden box with a foam tomahawk in there. Oh, I remember that. Um, yeah. And I just... Someone put so much effort into the entire thing that I felt like I could never chuck it out. So I moved it twice from different flats, and it was there. But then my girlfriend... <laughs> Quite was, rightly, was like, what the fuck is this? No, 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 she's really into Assassin's Creed. All so right. I gave it to her. I was like, oh, do you want this? And she thought it was the best thing ever. Because you oh. forget, like, if you're just a, a normal person not getting sent tat quite a lot, like, and Assassin's Creed is, your fav- is one of your favourite games, then... You would be pretty excited oh, by tat. Have you ever incorporated a blade gauntlet into your fucking love life? Shing. <laughs> <laughs> what was that initial oh, noise? Oh, <laughs> that was the squelch of your anus, <laughs> which happened strangely before the shing of the blade. Yeah, what's uh, I guess it, it's coming out. Eat your wee wee. It's not even that warm in here, man. It's really no, cool. No, I just... Hi. Hello. I'm a Dalek and I'm going to eat your wee wee. That's not what the Daleks do, Log. Modern Daleks do what they please. That's what they're going to do in the reboot. You can't. Oh, you must be excited for the reboot. Imagine all of the scripts. Golden you're trickles do. from a lady doctor. Yeah, like, have we had one of those yet? <laughs> I don't think we have. But... A, we're all very aggressive in the olden days, but now. It's a lot calmer and a bit more emotional. It is a lot calmer. There's a lot less talk about Torchwood for some reason. I can't think what it would be. It's still Weird, there. Isn't it? it's still... I, I did watch Cyberwoman again, and it is amazing. Yanto Jones's face acting is colossal. I've never seen a man walk around with his face all scrunched up, not knowing where the tears melted into the snot. He just He's a very, very good wet face actor. I will kill you. No, don't kill her. She, she don't mean it. She gets it's like this when there's <laughs> magnets around. My girl wants to meet her all the time, meet her all the time, meet her all the time. My girl wants to meet her all the time, meet her all the time. I got journalism, lads. Did you? Who journalism? Door stopped. I did. I got journalism. No, I didn't. I, I, uh, there was did a piece. you or didn't you? I helped out uh, Simon Parkin with a piece about uh, YouTuber like influencer burnout. Yeah. For the Guardian, and I, he asked me if I had any answer some questions, and I ended up writing fucking loads back. Yeah. I can't remember what I did. I just like wrote, but I was actually uh, in my head. You're like Parkin. Actually, this like, has really burnt me out. Asking about burnout, you sent an all caps brain fried I had to take a week off <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> no, I was trying to be helpful because. I was, I was talking quite candidly about like the, the the way I think that like a lot of the algorithms encourage people to work in ways which are really unhealthy. Really unhealthy. Um, like in terms of like how often you they work, but also in 
terms of yeah. how they're not allowed to change uh, yeah. as people because they're kind of these fixed idols. Yeah. It's something I think about a lot and I talked to him about it, I think, at parties a couple of times, so I think that's why he got in touch with me about that. Mm. Anyway, I, I splurged my stuff, but in my memory, and to be fair, I haven't read back what I said. Maybe I was just being a full-on misery guts. But in my memory, I was trying to be a bit like, oh, but, you know, there are ways you can get around this and there mm. are ways you can, like, you know, work outside of this. And... Um, yeah, I think they're using some of the quotes in the piece for the Guardian Weekender magazine or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in, in addition to loads of other... Oh, real newspapers. They're going to take our contact people. and make you see... Was it like a quote a that you wrote with all caps? <laughs> Help me. <laughs> At one point, I think it was a death of the West. Yeah. About 800 times. That was the majority of the email. It's um, quite fun because obviously the algorithms are set up in a way that would mean that you essentially have to upload like every single day. And there's only a couple of YouTubers that I generally watch. There's a guy called Vicstar. Um who I, I actually think is very good and he's very good at Fortnite, which is why I watch him. But he he's, he's also quite a sweet person mm -hmm. in his videos and that. But what, the way you can see, see the way that him and his friends have got around that, it's because what they do is they'll play like one game, which is like a four player game. And then that game will go up from all four different perspectives on the four different channels. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you are getting a video out of it. But like, like I just watched uh, an Olympics video now and it's like from Vicstar's point of view. Um, and it's like, this is funny, this is good. Um, it's, it's the like, same one on the other channel. same one on the other channel. Yeah, fair well. enough. I've got a lot of time for that. Like, I, I, I really get, have. I, I think that the problem I found is like, and what I think I tried to talk about is the fact that like, it's if you don't care really mm. about what you're doing, it's fine. But actually, and I think this is like why you're seeing lots of problems at the moment with like the culture of YouTube and the culture yeah. of Twitch and people being like, why is YouTube completely dominated by like the far right? And I yeah. think the answer is like, cause it's an ecosystem that only really works if you don't really care about what you're putting up there yeah. or if you're really angry, which is mm. a kind of different way of not caring. Yeah. Um, but it means that like, if you're just bashing stuff out and you're happy with that, it's fine. But if you're somebody who genuinely wants to make good things and cares yeah. about things, and also if you're somebody who wants to make fair things and mm. take your time and make sure mm. you're being- That's like, the thing that stops, just stops me down in my tracks constantly because you realize there's always a point of view you're not considering God, yeah. and so you eat yourself with your, your breakdown own. scripts yeah. were all that they yeah. were like that's, they were that's, all that's, like that's, that's, that's fucking why it's got a breakdown because I can yeah. no, I cannot give my opinion because I, I know that everything I say is probably invalid from one yeah. level or another that's great I had never realised that mm. I was just too stupid at the time to clock that that's great um, but yeah anyway I, I wrote all this stuff and then like they said like oh yeah we're gonna feature this and we're gonna send around a photographer to take some photos of you like working and I'm like oh yeah cool said they come around for an hour and then the photographer came around were you today. wearing that no, I wasn't. I was wearing his shorts. It's nice and sleazy. <laughs> it's a very cool bar in Glasgow. Yeah, I've been there. It's not also, it's not a cool bar. What are you talking it's about? It's a fucking dive bar. It's I love fucking it. minging. Yeah, I love it. I love dive bars, dive man. Bars dive great, bars are man. cool. This is not a dive bar log. It's a fucking minging bar. It's great. It I sticky? Split sticky floors? Why is that? What makes it a dive bar? Hang on. It doesn't. It's not a dive bar. What makes it a horrible bar okay. is... Um, it, the, when I went in there, there's a, a basement, which is a club, and it has one of those floors that's like illuminated floors. Um, it's not a very... That's I, great. I'm, it's I'm, great. I'm, I'm, ama <laughs> I'm amazed that you got a t-shirt from that bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I, I, I went there and had such a good night. I saw those t-shirts and I just bought one then there. I was like, this place is awesome. You're I'm, the people who buy t-shirts. It's the only time I've ever done it. It's the only time I've I ever been like... I always think, like, who buys those? Well, this is a great t-shirt. It's not as great now. But it's like, <laughs> It's like blue with like hot pink letters on it. Like it's a bit faded now, but it's good. I'd it's like great. to test your professionalism and work out: can you 
tell now where we were in the conversation before your t-shirt became the topic of conversation and can we go back to it? Yeah, I know. Do we want to? <laughs> it's a choose your own adventure. So I wasn't wearing this, I was wearing a nice shirt and yeah. uh, I was looking nice but um, they came over and like, it was a nice guy, really nice photographer and it was one of those things where it wasn't his fault at all because it's like, I understand the process and it's not even Parkin's fault, he's written it, I oh, trust him. Oh, I don't him. know where this is going, this but story. But it's, it's clearly what happens is, writer writes it editor goes through and reads it and then editor commissions photographers to go and get photos for the piece to tell the story they want to tell he starts taking photographs the first thing he says is oh don't smile can you smile <laughs> he just says don't smile and then it's just like I'm like oh for fuck's sake you look uh, and then can you put your hands like, in your ear like Arr! can you go cross-eyed and stick your tongue out <laughs> can you make steam come out of your ears it's alright we'll add the steam <laughs> it's like it's not going to be like Daily Star thing but it was this thing of like I suddenly realised I was like oh there's nothing I can do about this he's like don't smile I uh, like don't smile stop smiling and I wasn't, wasn't even smiling I was like basically like I was doing this like and for, the, Matt, for, for the record Matt is trying to do like the most normal face <laughs> like, basically the, like don't look even slightly like you're happy and, and I realised at that point all I could fucking do is either go actually mate no get out yeah or <laughs> no, wait, you, hang on you've got other options here. no I haven't because, it's a, because I understand how photography works get we, the fuck out you hack we were shooting we were shooting for an hour and a half and you know, <gasps> you know what happens when you shoot for an hour and a half hundreds of photos one of which is the worst one that you don't want and also you just get bored which yeah. means he wants me to just look uh, off into uh, the distance looking like pensive oh and sad God. and you know what if you point oh a camera at me for an hour and a half I'm going to do that yeah. just because I'll get bored I'll just be like and there was or points where I wasn't concentrating why, why, is, is, a mess. Sorry, why is there a man standing behind me with a knife with a bag over his head that says internet comments written on it. <laughs> That's just for the stock photos. But yeah, it was that point of like, there was a couple of points where I was just really bored and I was just looking out the window oh and, then, and then he'd just go, oh, that's great. And I was like, oh no. So I, but I knew that would happen as well. I was like, yeah. as soon as he said don't smile, I thought I can try and like just keep smiling the whole time and be like, nah. I'd, I'd, but it's not his fault. His, yeah. his editor's been like, you know. We need... Get photos. get some photos of this guy looking we, serious or sad. We need to get photos of him, but we need him not to know what the photos are for. And I, th <laughs> I felt really conflicted about it because I'm like, I understand that if you read that, it's like me talking quite seriously about burning out and stuff. But like that was like four years ago. Yeah. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not still burnt out. Well, that's it. The caption underneath says Matt Lee's who is no longer as burnt out as he appears in the article <laughs> you're reading. <laughs> oh, I feel really, I don't know, it kind of really bummed me out because I was like, oh, I can't really do anything about this because I can't, I can't explain to this photographer that we should change the editorial direction yeah. of what he's doing because it's not his job. Yeah. But also, like, I don't mind because I'll look at it and go, look, this is Matt talking about things that seem a bit sad and a bit difficult. Here's yeah, he some photos of Matt looking sad and difficult mm. for, you know, for context. I can do that and understand that that's, na that's nature of journalism and our stories get crafted and our stories are not exactly real. They are like yeah. amplifications of something. <laughs> but yeah. like when my wife fucking looks at it or my mum looks at it, yeah. they're just going to be like, oh, poor, poor sad Matt. Like, <laughs> or your wife's going to be like, usually quite happy about I'm already fucking go. struggling with depression. <laughs> yeah. I don't look sad in newspapers. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm a, I'm a grinning depressive. I'm not, I'm not fucking morose. If you just insist that the couch says Matt Lee's four years ago then. Yeah. That's true. I like, like your wife going home and being like, oh, how was, how have you been today? Yeah, brilliant. And then she like checks the newspaper. Oh, just... Matt Lee's is a burnout. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> fucked. He hates life. It just annoys uh, me because I've already got, I've already got a lot of people worried about me and I don't, I, yeah. I, I, I I think this isn't going to help with that. I think I'm going to have people from school or whatever being like, are you all right? 
I saw you in the Guardian. You look really sad. Also, those, those would be like file photos now, just in case you ever do oh. it. If you ever do anything of note and they can't get a photo of you, it's oh. going to be you looking out the... Suspected serial killer looking out windows. Yeah. <laughs> looking out windows thinking about killing photographers. You've gone oh. an incel rampage. <laughs> that be your photo. That is that's, funny. That's my last ever... Uh, that's the last time I ever helped them. The goddamn press. No, I still, I still, like, I'm, I'm sure Parkin would have done a great piece. And to be honest, the thing I kept having to remind myself of today is like, I didn't do this as a profile piece. I did it because it's something that I think like young yeah. people need to know about. And the only way that young people are going to learn about that sort of <clears throat> shit is if their parents who read The Guardian read about it or whatever. So, yeah. like, yeah. I was doing it for the like, Do you want to end up like this miserable fucker? Exactly. So, I, <laughs> so actually, in a way, it's kind of useful if you can be like, don't go on YouTube, you'll end up like looking this fucking awful mm. um, and being sad then that's useful but it is just a bit like oh no like everyone's gonna be like mm, sad Matt's still sad I don't you want you should have wore the nice and sleazy shirt I don't want sadness to be my brand I should have had a t-shirt with like a massive grin on it and then yeah. just be like oh look sad but I've got like a big smile or something you should have wore the nice and sleazy you definitely should have now you should have seen it by the t-shirt you should see me when I'm pissed with a picture of your face really laughing <laughs> but this that's is the second stress. time this is the second time I got done with this because I got done by the sun back in the day didn't I do you remember oh, the sun yeah. when, you, when you wanked for coins when I wanked for coins and then they came and took a photo of me and I, they, they got a photo of me looking like really serious hunched <laughs> over in a bush <laughs> basically me crossing my arms looking serious and then that's what they kind of told me to do and I was like why and then it's because it's like look at this man with his bad sperm <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is like the second time I've, I've had photographers being like don't smile and like, I'm like oh fuck could you just be topless and stare down sadly at your own penis <laughs> 20 years later you're the impotence warning on tobacco packets <laughs> so I think next time anyone wants to take any photography of me for journalistic reasons I'm just going to get a t-shirt with like my grinning face printed on it on the shirt and then I'll do whatever they want with this face but yeah There'll be like <laughs> my massive grinning face on my body. And if they want me to change my clothes, it's not going to happen. I, Stuart could change your clothes in Photoshop. I know he could. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it would have to be not even like, it would have to be a shirt that was like a blown up version of my face that just covered the whole the shirt, yeah. like onto oh, the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Like something that's impossible yeah. to like key out. And halfway up your face as well. Like it's yeah. almost like a big old onesie. And under my arms, <laughs> under my arms, I'm going to be holding papier mâché heads of my own head, grinning. Thing is, what would happen then is the photographer <laughs> would get the photographer would get back and be like, "Oh, we can't use any of these. Like, it's all right, we'll use, we'll use these file photos of him wanking into a bush. It's fine. <laughs> it does the same thing." Who remembers episode 36? Uh, the one about you becoming a godfather. She's now five years old. No. And um, the feature in episode 36 was a series of stages in her life. Yeah. At which she may come to me and ask for certain things and a yeah. question. Responses. I do remember this, actually. So I will take you through. I'll take you to A memory lane. Question two of that. So just imagine I'm five years younger. Okay. My voice is hopelessly more naive. And I haven't had my willy touched by a mouth yet. <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, true. Question two. <laughs> I was 38. <laughs> of course I hadn't. <laughs> so the question was, when my goddaughter is five years old, she comes up to me and says she wants to be a princess. Mm -hmm. Do I, A, dispute the logical legitimacy of aspiring to inherited status? That's a lot of words, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a lot simpler word, these days. <laughs> Or B, 
Do I tell her she'll have to get a degree she won't use and write about fucking video games for a living like everyone else? <laughs> it's weird how that hasn't uh, panned out. Nostradamus yeah. has failed there in this. Now, yeah. yeah, the world isn't entirely run by people who write these about days. Video games. It'd be a combination of the last two and say, "Why don't you just inherit a pub, <laughs> <laughs> like I did, <laughs> like any normal human?" <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's working all right out for me. Try it sometime. <laughs> Do I see, suck it up, and buy her some pink sparkly shit? Or do I D, do the equivalent of making her smoke 20 packs a day by making everyone in the shop stare at her and get the local tabloids to run stories about how fat she is and how the hat she's wearing makes her look like she's got a big arsehole stapled to her head? I have no idea what that final answer was about. I'm sure that was part of a running joke in the D category no, of all the things. That's like what a princess has to be subjected to. Oh, fair enough. You're yeah, right. Yeah. I don't get my own jokes. You're better than this at me. <laughs> <laughs> when you looked there, there was a big gap and I thought, what's he written? What is this? This is one of the ones where we had to like beep him. Well, to be fair, we, <laughs> did, we did used to like write all of our features whilst drinking at our desks. <clears throat> yeah. So we were already quite half cut sometimes. Yeah. Before we even got in there. That was, wow, that that was, was great. Days. That was awesome. It was before we like... I, I write all my features sober these days. I just... Do them drunk. The annoying thing is, like, we never... Well, the annoying thing is, there was a Tesco and a Marks and Spencer's, but Marks and Spencer's was really close. Ooh, there's Marks cans, though. Yeah, so we... Because we were obviously oh. all poor, so we used to buy four cans of Marks and Spencer's lager, which can... We, at, the, at that point, generally, we, we're that old now that we can go... Back in the day. You could get that for um, a fiver. That was a fiver. So we'd buy four cans for a fiver. Yeah. And even when we discovered the Tesco, we still used to go to Martin Spencer's to yeah, get the Yeah, because you get the little, uh, the little cans of cocktails as well. When they were on yeah. offer, you get yeah. those smashed on They them. are smashed. Well, as it turns out, I didn't. I ended up buying her some pink shit because she likes Peppa Pig, so I bought her a pink thing. So the answer was, C, buy her some pink shit. Yeah. She does want to be a princess. Sweet. But these days, princess doesn't mean that. It just means someone who gets treated well. There's good princesses in the world, like yeah. the Adventure Time princesses. I'm sure they're... I did they exist five years ago? I want to be a princess. Moana. Moana. Isn't, that, isn't she yeah. a princess? Moana's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's meets with a rock. Yeah, so the world's changed. She's awesome. And she's got this amazing trick where she's just learned sarcasm. Okay. <sighs> Dangerous. I thought you were going to say she's just way, learned farting. <laughs> her, well, she does that a lot. She's amazing, but... Her trick of sarcasm, and this was, I had to, my eyes bugged out, and I said, what did she just say? She went, oh, mummy, I'm going to be so sad when you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this, is that, have you taught her sarcasm right? <laughs> she's learned the tone of voice, but I don't think she's quite worked out that you're supposed yeah. to say the opposite of what you mean. Yeah. But the problem is because Sarah likes a joke and laughed so much when she said it, she thinks she's saying an amazingly cool thing now. So she's, she's going to be wishing death on everyone. Yeah, we went to the um, we went to the fountains, and you, the, you know, the fountains outside the um, top South of South Bank. Yeah, there's some that are less intense. <laughs> Um, you know the, the South Bank ones that are really jetty like you're in a water cage room yeah, yeah. you go to the ones just north of King's Cross Granary, Granary Square I think it's called Granary yeah. Square they're a lot gentler and a lot of the children there are using them to experiment with their genitals <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, well it's good to start out gently there's a, children or 43 year old pub owners <laughs> the 43 year old pub owner like, you flatter me I'm 44 <laughs> I was just stood there just counting them there <laughs> it was amazing. Those people 
doing exactly what I do in a jacuzzi, so never get in a jacuzzi <laughs> with me. <laughs> or after oh, you, especially. Yeah. Uh, so, sometimes I do it clean, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying. Either way, we, we hope this is public service Give knowledge. that jacuzzi two years. <laughs> <laughs> Drain it, bleach it, no, leave it. There was a big 11-year-old kid who was just sat there with his bum perched on one. There's a kid squatting, just... That's what I do in jacuzzi. It's, it's, it's a great way to start experimenting with yourself yeah. in the plain view of strange adults. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's that. <laughs> and yes, uh, she does fart, say fart a lot. So there you go. That's a full update. <laughs> so here we are. Back to modern day. The next update will be in four years. Um, well, what happens in four years? I will be asking her, well, I'll be responding to her when she asks me for help with her maths homework. <laughs> Can you please definitely remember to do that? That is good. In four years. Episode 500 special. I reckon if you went back and listened to that, there's, uh, there would be us going as if we'd be doing this in five years. It's episode 36. Guaranteed. There's no promises with 36. You've got no momentum. We haven't even had an episode 50 special because 36 is less than 50. It is like the middle of the podcast <laughs> is an entire blur for me. Whenever I think about earlier features, I think, oh yeah, that was quite, that was like things we've done in the past on this podcast. I always look up and it's like, it's always, in the first like 50 episodes. Yeah, the yeah, first like yeah, yeah. 15 often. Yeah. It's like, I, I remember like the first 10 quite mm. clearly and afterwards it's like, I've no idea how we've done this many of them. Yeah. It's That's quite frightening. Almost to the point of like, I think it's a lie or something's happened. It's like some kind of Mandela effect. It's the Mandela effect, effect yeah. yeah. It's a lie, but it's Mandela. all still there. Hmm? It's, all, it's a lie. It, I believe that it's a lie. I don't think it is but now. how is That's the evidence the there? I don't think the old ones are still there now. Oh, they're all there on SoundCloud, but oh, the SoundCloud okay. RFF feed is limited right. to 250 episodes. Oh, is right. it? So right. if you're on your podcast feeds, yeah. you'll only get the last 250. But right. if you go to the SoundCloud page, you can get them right from episode one. That's a handy hint. That's that useful info hint. for We've, you, the well, Someone tweeted us. Someone literally tweeted us like two days ago asking where they gone. Yeah. As Gav deleted them podcasts? all. Yeah. I love that you still get yeah. blamed for everything. <laughs> <laughs> even though what they even though, fuck, they weren't even me. Even though it was like, like it. that was all a long time ago Again, as well. it definitely was. <gasps> We are all brought up to believe that progress is inevitable. Every step we take is, by definition, a step forward. Unless perhaps you are a bishop and your uncanny habit of gliding diagonally into a castle has inspired the popular game, Castle Crashes Bishop Deluxe. But consider for a moment. What if you are facing in a different direction? What if forwards for you, a once beloved comedy writer, is to go onto Twitter and attack trans activists on the premise that their desire to be recognized is erasing the very existence of all other women? And what if you, an old cabaret hack whose only real success has been to dress up as your own mother, decides that potentially supporting trans children is complicity in evil? I'm Aaron Mankey. <laughs> that is a really good Aaron Mankey. <laughs> and this is lore.
Today I'll be looking at popular people who went on to become proper fucking assholes. <laughs> is this a real person in a real show? Yeah. Uh, Mankey Law. He's a really famous I voice. I don't know Law is fucking this. brilliant. It's huge. It's got a Netflix TV show. I don't know anything about and it. I believe like, it's Amazon Prime. I, Mandela. It is indeed. Mm, That's why it's sorry. not constantly being sorry. jumped in my face when I'm trying to watch <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Humphreys. Meet Graham Linehan, the latest beloved character to throw an arrow at the dartboard of arseholes, only to hit the bullseye and realize at the last minute that the dartboard was, in fact, a mirror. Barry, I just read your amazing interview. Oh, the one where I called all women fucking cunts and said that any man who wanted to be one of those wretched hags must be so shit in the brain that they needed to be dropped into a pit and shit on by dogs. Humphreys hadn't, in fact, said this in an interview. But for this episode, we are going to have to just make some stuff up because celebrities you once liked being cruel in the usual mundane ways is just depressing. So brave. It needed to be said. No, nothing brave about it. Those gender benders make me sick. In my day, a man in a dress was something you could laugh at. Didn't matter where they said it. Just point and laugh because men don't wear dresses. Can you imagine it? A man in a dress. And then that poof, Freddie Mercury went around with that Hoover, fake knockers up in the tight top, and he didn't shave his moustache off. Ever since that day, I've not known what to think. Now, I insist on grabbing everyone I meet by the crotch, and I record the result in my Dick or Fanny book. It's important work. you got to know what's down there. Otherwise, every groin in the world is destroyed in this box with 50% chance of making you vomit out your guts and punch yourself in the dick for being such a whifter. Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's pussy. What's in that box? Is it alive or dead in that box? Depends whether I've got my hand in it. Uh, I got it. Show dong or pussies. Ah, uh, yeah. We're good people, Graham. We're good Funny people, Graham. That is a joke that is funny. Ah, I tried my best to just see through these people. I tried my best to just jump through these people's oops. I mean, I call a trans woman by er uh, preferred noun pronouns today. I hope you're pronouncing trans woman without a space there, this Graham. Is, this is quite a hard thing <laughs> yeah. to get. <laughs> of course I am. It's just as weird and dehumanizing as Alan Partridge calling a gay man gayman. But if someone points it out, I can just throw my hands up and say, I can't say anything, can I? It's the two words you asked me to call you, and all I did was remove the space to make you seem like a fucking Marvel character. Way to push away nice guys like me, Graham Linehan. You can't dehumanize anybody these days. The powers that be don't like it. So I called this trans woman she just to see how it felt, treating these people with a bit of respect. And when I go home... Oh, don't tell me. My wife's tits have grown dicks out of the end and her fanny and arsehole are joined up. You start messing with the biology we all learned at primary school and that is the very first thing that will happen. So I picked her up and I threw her into a wall, just like in the episode of the IT crowd called Fight What I Wrote, in which Matt Berry punches the shit out of a trans woman who was honest about her identity from the start. And it makes me laugh, so it can't be transphobic because I am a nice person. Hey guys, it's me, Morrissey. Care to add some racism to this washed-up celebrity shit tip? Mm. <laughs> Can you give us some uh, sample material? Mm, okay. Uh, these days, 
These days, you can't even dress up as a massive black baby <laughs> and dump in your pants without some social justice warrior climbing into your nappy and trying all, trying to finger all the shit back into your arsehole. Uh, <laughs> sorry, is this you? Uh, I like your gist, Morrissey, but that actually wasn't that racist. Could you be more racist, but also make it completely deniable? Ooh, plausible deniability. Normally I'm just plain racist. Wait, I've got it. Islam isn't a race. Hey, there you go. Then let's go on a bigoted adventure through time and space. Formerly popular fucking arsehole squad, assemble! And so it was that Graham Linehan, Barry Humphreys, and Stephen Patrick Morrissey became the world's first team, it seems, of reluctant heroes. Graham Linehan man, whose special power is to pop onto Twitter and insist that the things he had learned in O-levels remained unchangeably true to this day. Chameleons don't change their colors to hide, Graham Linehan man. It's mainly to moderate their heat and to communicate with other chameleons. If that is true, though, how would you explain why I don't think that? Oh, maybe you could change your beliefs. Well, you're going to look like a very silly young girl when I don't. Barry Humphreys. That, whose voice am I doing? <laughs> Not Mankey's anymore. It's Morrissey. Morrissey's <laughs> taken over the narration of this show because it's a better voice. No, no, Morrissey. <laughs> Barry Humphreys. <laughs> I can't remember how Mankey sounds. Barry Humphreys. I'm losing the moral high ground on this. Barry Humphreys, who's uncanny. <laughs> Barry Humphreys, whose uncanny ability to surprise you by still being alive, it seems would lend him the deadly element of surprise in any debate. I just think that offering children support in these things is encouraging it. Why don't you just cut off everyone's tits and dicks right off, chuck them in a pit, and then let everyone just choose what they want? Fucking hell, I want you dead! I rest my case. And Stephen Patrick Morrissey, who was in the Smiths for six years and yet released his first solo album 30 years ago, which means that if his career was a six-sided die... Five faces would be covered in shit. I just think that yellow people are piss and brown people are shit. And if you think that's racist, then you are the real racist every time you shit and or piss. Join us next week when, in fact, it will be, it seems, another episode of this. Lore. I really enjoyed that log. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, it was good. It was we a lot, should, of, we should a lot just, in uh, A lot of dense reading. Yeah. Sorry we about should, that. We should cap that off with like a... We should a, have a, done a, a couple of read-throughs, maybe. A, yeah. a key, a key for listeners, which is that uh, Graham Linehan's a fucking twat. trash bag twat. <laughs> Graham um, Linehan, he was someone who wrote Father Ted and was absolutely beloved for it. Weird no one knows who wrote Father Ted. Or <laughs> yeah. No. No one knows. I saw someone on Twitter just saying that I think Neville Southall, let's just pretend Neville Southall wrote Father Ted. <laughs> yeah. it would make it, it'll make it far more watchable now. It's a real shame. It's just, and it does seem to come down to that IT Crowd episode where he's, he just, he could never admit that maybe he just fucking got that wrong and he's doubled down on yeah. that mm. and just gone down that path. So the Is the, anyone, pl the plot of that episode was... Yeah, that, I didn't know if that was real. I've never no, that's, that's, that's real, yeah. Shite. A trans woman introduced herself to the character Matt Berry and during a noisy moment, the fact that she's disclosed that she was a trans woman was obscured. Right. And then at the end, through no fault of her own, it turns into a massive fight in which she is... 
the joke is basically that she's still she's a man. Like a man. So she's she's got so a man to fight. Oh, okay. And so, so, and honestly, so they have I, a man on man. Honestly, fight, when that came out, like fucking, when I saw it, fucking fear. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But when I saw that years ago, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, because I was like pretty uneducated about that sort of stuff and I hadn't really thought about it and that's, I hadn't really have a reason to think about it and that's the stage we're at now where like yeah. some people have moved on a little bit well that's the thing it's like, so many people I thought it was funny like that. And, but it kind of made me a bit uncomfortable but I didn't really think about why I just laughed uh, but then like years later you look back at it and you go oh no no, that's no. That's right. actually like that's why I was a bit uncomfortable, and there was right to be uncomfortable. That's a shitty thing. But the fact that he won't do it, like I've heard similar things. Like I, some of the early stuff I did for Shut Up and Sit Down involved us like dressing up as women a lot, and that was in a more harmless way. But then I did think about that over time, and I was like, well, "What's the joke there?" And I was when like, I did the, the... "The joke is that," and I'm like, "Well, I'm not doing it anymore because that's not a good joke." When I did the OXM breakdown about women, remember yeah. that the. the the popular one. Do you remember that, readers? No, of course yeah. you don't. I'm talking to them, not you. I remember it. Uh, um, I was in a couple. I, I sent it to someone saying, is this okay? Because I realise I'm wading out of my depth here. But you said it to Graham Lillehan. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they said that the bit, it's cool, generally cool, but the bit where you just, just as a woman's a joke, but then we put that scene in the, where the, we the say, was, and I have a go at you, and I say, oh, we've just, we, I think we've made the, up a thing there's a where... Feed, there's a feedback, and they say yes. it's transphobic, and, yeah. like, we address it, and yeah. that makes it kind of... I think it made it better. Yeah, no, I'm sure. It's having your cake and eating it, for sure, but yeah. at least you're addressing the concerns of the audience and knowing that they're not being ignored. Yeah, and to yeah, be yeah. fair, even years later, I was just having my cake without, you yeah. know, and like, I, didn't, I didn't think about it enough. I wasn't, like, plugged in. But it's one of those things, I just, I think I find it bizarre where, like, you can't even just step it back and go... Like, I find it a bit awkward now when people come up to me and say, oh, my favourite review of yours on Shabsy Down is, like, ladies and gentlemen, and it's, like, it was so funny. And I'm always like, I, that's, it's really nice, but it's, like, it's the one that makes me feel the most uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like I'm going to delete it from the internet and disown it I'm just thinking that was crap let's not do that yeah um, but it's just horrible so yeah these people are just fucking well you better arseholes. fucking delete it off the internet or the Mike Cernovich will retweet you and get you fucking <laughs> yeah. fired 20 years later <laughs> regular features I, mean, I found that bizarre this week with all this shit of like they're literally like getting lots of high profile people fired or pushing them to do stuff because of stuff they did years ago and have like apologized for. I always thought that like doing regular features, I've in the past few years been like, maybe I should be more politically active and being like, eh, eh, you can't because of because regular features You've exist. You've always been quite demonstrably politically correct, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I like you, like, maybe yeah, right. I should direct never... a Marvel film, but I can't because of regular features. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I always just assumed, and this is the whole thing about the world just being a bit upside down at the moment. Just because Steve did a paedophile feature in episode one, doesn't mean you can't go on to fly. I'm sure we've all done bad things. I don't remember, but in the early days, I was definitely making bad jokes. But it's and like, I shouldn't stop you from being able to direct Ant-Man 3. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to be the president of the United <laughs> States. I just want to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 5. <laughs> and Ant-Man, the Wasp, and the Bee now. <laughs> that's, that's, that hasn't been announced yet. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your voice down. If you don't love regular features, no, no, we're not carrying regular features into a single syllable. There we are. That is regular features. That was uh, wasn't it? Just it was an interesting episode, but because a lot of us have had a lot of stuff on, lots of stuff going on. It's been so hot as well. It's been hot. It's been you can't expect us to anything be anything that involves trousers. Funny. Yeah, we can't uh, just be here at your beck and call. You're wearing trousers today, <laughs> even though we strive to be. Yeah, Gav, you're wearing trousers today. What's that about? Oh, trouser check. I just thought I'd check. I'm like, I said, I said, like, it's too hot to wear trousers. And I looked and I was like, Gav is 
Uh, so I wore my shorts. Uh, I've worn all my shorts and I haven't washed any of them and they're all soaking in sun juice. Yeah, <laughs> in bright. Yeah, I am wearing Brian, shorts. Yeah. They are dirty shorts because I've been wearing them for five weeks and I, I have. <laughs> same. I've been wearing these shorts, same shorts every day. Oh, I said again. Five. I've been wearing these for fucking ever, man. Like every now and then I get a stain on it, I just like rub it off and like just carry on going. A poor guardian photographer just carry like, on I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be shooting you shoulders up. You should have just taken a picture of your trousers as a demonstration of how yeah. sad you were. <laughs> Look at this sad man. Let's try He's put again. a shirt on because he thought I won't shoot his uh, bottom, but that's all I'm shooting. No, he did shoot my legs and my, I've got pretty dirty shoes. <laughs> <laughs> My house is a mess. <laughs> to be honest, guys, I'm pretty burned out. <laughs> I, I just feel, I just feel like embarrassed. <laughs> I just feel like my wife's going to see it and she's just going to be like, oh God, I can't wait. I hope, I hope they bring back... Um, Hanging? For- <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Don't hang me. Right? I, I hope they bring back just for one weekend. Do you remember when the Guardian used to give away those big posters? <laughs> it was it's just like Beatles it's just or some all shit. All the dinosaurs, them. but yeah. there's just you in the middle of it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, a sad uh, Yeah, I was thinking of that. It's like, <laughs> sad or sore? No, it's not good enough. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. If it does happen in the first five seconds, it's probably yeah, it's worth gone, letting go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just a big poster of you looking sad, looking out a window, and I put it on my wall and be like, this is I know one, of, one of ten sad mats. Collect them all. Oh, that would be sweet. Like the teeny tiny terrible sad mats. So you to move around it, and, and a tear changes. drops out of your trousers. Well, we all had for ages um, from your wedding uh, giant mats. I think a couple of people made it home because I've your, still got loads of them in my house. Yeah, your amazing uh, best men had done uh, basically a feature on feature. They done a, they, they robbed they regular did, features for the best men did a feature. Yeah, they did a feature, and it was all about your best hairdos and you've had some crackers as well so many people at yeah. the wedding thought those were photoshopped yeah they were like that's not real 100 real. real so it was all these giant posters of you and i think a couple of us made it home uh, yeah them. some people <laughs> took their favorite ones <laughs> yeah. back home i've yeah. got a well, lot of them still in my house we certainly got one of them yeah is that, yeah i just it's i don't know where it is now you Sorry. do you've cut a hole in the mouth <laughs> Yep. Well, <laughs> but not for sex. You hold it up and you go. Yeah. Run around trying to frame him for sex crimes. <laughs> <laughs> you sit on it before you get into jacuzzis, but it doesn't help. <laughs> um, if you like any of that, well, go to www.patreon.com forward slash regular features. Mm. Uh, We're trying to sort out some sort of live show. We'll have some news on that soon. Yes. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, just imagine September, but don't. Add any firmness to that <laughs> yeah. imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Let's do Halloween. Who like the, doesn't like Halloween? I must admit, like, Ooh, no, episode 69. Regular, yeah. regular live creatures. shows was a lot of fun, but actually removing the, that constant, like, metronome of stress is quite pleasant, actually. I know, I like it. I like the like, stress. Yeah? I mean, yeah. I do as well for different reasons. Oh, but yeah. you lot have all taken it in terms to not be in a live show, and I don't think I've ever missed a live show. Well, maybe it's time Steve's you did. missed one. No! I mean, I not miss one. I don't know what that noise was. And I don't know what that voice was. It was the noise of a man who wants to prove me wrong. It was, sorry. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to. sorry. Bring up some evidence. I'm I'm (laughs) terribly sorry. I don't think you've ever missed one. You've definitely, anytime I've been on stage, you, I've seen you. So. I've been looking at you. (laughs) 
Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so keep an eye out to the earwaves for that. For episode 369, Irregular Creatures 2. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Good night.